In the new Woody Allen movie, Colin Firth plays a 1920s stage magician who's also an expert at debunking spiritualists. And during filming, Firth ended up debunking some myths about Woody Allen. Firth's character in Magic in the Moonlight is named Stanley. He takes on the case of a young woman, played by Emma Stone, who is a supposedly adept medium. It's all phony. From the seance table to the Vatican and beyond. Spoiler alert, the dead do not really show up at seances. Uh, Colin Firth joins us now from NPR West. Welcome to the program once again. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. First of all, there is, I I believe, one scene in uh, Magic in the Moonlight in which two characters talk about your character. But apart from that, is there any moment when you are not on screen or about to be on screen in this film? (laughs) I think there are very few. It's very much from my point of view. It's all Uh, you all the time. Yeah, there was a lot of, when I first read the script, there was an awful lot of ink under the word Stanley. And uh, it was a little overwhelming, actually, because it's the first time I'd been approached by Woody Allen. And then to see that I was going to be carrying an awful lot of what he'd written was flattering and Mm -hmm. daunting. Daunting, but we also say flattering. I mean, it sounds like uh, something that would make a project attractive. Well, it did. Um... I had heard uh, all sorts of stories about Woody Allen's directing directorial approach, and uh, some of them turned out to be myth. But one of them was that he doesn't rehearse, and mm-hmm. uh, another was that he doesn't really direct. If he doesn't like it... He just cuts well, it out of the movie. Yeah, he cuts it out of the <laughs> movie or even replaces you. And he doesn't talk to you. You know, we didn't have... We had a very brief phone conversation, which I thought he'd asked for and he thought I'd asked for. It was, became apparent as we spoke, and it, it lasted all of two minutes, I think. So there was no um, no discussion about what the convention of the film was going to be, whether mm-hmm. this was theatrical or naturalistic, whether it was going to be big, small, you know, how he was going to shoot it. So um, I tried to build what I could just in the homework that I was doing. Um, because another thing you hear is that he only lets you see certain pages. But that wasn't true. He, 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 um, he let me have the script, and I, I just thought, well, I must come armed as best I can and have as much up my sleeve as I can, which at least means really knowing the lines. I don't normally like to learn lines in advance too Mm. much. I I find my my choices and decisions get a little bit too set. You mean the alternative is to learn them day by day, shot by shot? You you rehearse what you do that day? Yes, well, I don't... You know, of course I'll learn them, Mm -hmm. um, but I I don't want to embed it too much. Couldn't afford to do that with this. Um, There was just too much. Hmm. Then I got onto the set, and I, you know, the first word he said to me was probably action. And um, <laughs> it's all business, is what you describe. It was it's very much business, yeah, yes. Yeah. But he, he, and it was not just action; it was action. We're going to shoot this whole scene in one shot. And then what you find is that those takes are the rehearsal. He rehearses in front. Of, you know, he rehearses on camera, and uh, and he did direct. That was another thing that turned out not to be the case. He he was a very very um, involved and meticulous. A director, so that 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 came as a great relief. We spoke several years ago when you were in a uh, in in a remake of the importance of being earnest. It struck me uh, that this is the first comedy you've done in a few years, isn't it? I mean, you've been doing some pretty serious parts of late. Um, yes, the, the the comedies are coming less thick and fast than they used to. Um, Why I is that? I, I, it's partly choice. I feel more comfortable in drama. Comedy is a high wire act. I'm, I, I find it stressful. <laughs> it's a precision science in a way. 
And when you're filming, the thing that comedy depends on is a very, it becomes a much more difficult commodity. The thing you depend on is spontaneity. Yeah. In filming, you're, you are, you're waiting. You're waiting for lights. You're waiting for people to set things up. And when you're not waiting, you're repeating. And neither um, is conducive to spontaneity. You know, comedy makes you very, very neurotic because you think, I, but did I nail it? In your in your character, by the way, in, in Magic in the Moonlight, uh, there were moments, I felt moments of Henry Higgins uh, coming out of me. Bit, bit of uh, that. Did that resonate at all with you? Very much yeah. so. It's interesting, actually, because I was, I was I didn't talk to, to Woody Allen about that because, I again, we didn't have any conversations about the, uh, why the, Part of any the, conversations. Extensive, the extensive preparation you went through. <laughs> That's right. Point. No, my preparation was a, was a somewhat lonely experience, but um, he'd, he'd mentioned Henry Higgins once in that very, very brief phone call. He said it, it, it obviously has something of a Henry Higgins about it. But um, listening to him at, a, at the press conference in New York, he he said he wasn't conscious of, of referencing that, even though he, he considers Pygmalion to be possibly the most perfect comic play ever written. That's not what he was interested in pursuing. It was, it was, it came from somewhere else for him. Uh, and, and, and there are themes we've seen over the years as sort of motifs that come up. His interest in um, the need for escape from reality, yeah. the pondering of death, um, yes. love, the death. Uh, Absolutely, yeah, the, the the basic Woody Allen themes. Uh, yeah, very much so. They're, they're kind of agonizing about you know existential hopelessness and that sort of thing, and and making it very funny. And uh, and I think lifting the angst a little bit, you know, laughing off things that otherwise torment us and keep us up at night. Well, I have one other forward-looking question uh, for you, which is, um, uh, you know, when I interviewed Jonathan Toplitsky, who made The R- Railway Man with you, I, I pointed out that while, you know, this isn't a documentary, it's a it's a, a film based on a true story, but one of the liberties which he took was to take events that unfolded in Eric Lomax, in the real Eric Lomax's life when he was in his 70s and have them played by you in your 50s. Yes. Uh, and he said, well, you know, he kind of, gave me an answer about real life in the movies. And uh, and I'm just curious, you know, do you think there are going to be lots of parts for uh, men of an older age coming up over the next 10 or 15 years? Uh, for you? I really can't see ahead. I don't know. And w- I will say that I've been fascinated at how much more interesting the roles have been for me in the last few years. And uh, I don't know whether it's films like The Single Man or King's Speech or even uh, this one. There's one thing that they have in common are that they're about a man who has made up his mind about life in a certain way, or has made up his mind about himself, and something gets overturned. And I think that is fairly specific to someone in middle age. And then something happens to you, or you, you, you find yourself in an unlikely encounter or, 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 or an, an unusual relationship, and it, something revolutionizes. Now, you know, being in the middle age means that you hopefully still have a significant enough future for that to mm. really count. So it's a very interesting time, and there have been several times when that's happened. And I don't think those things would have been available to me in my 20s, and it won't be the same story if I'm you know, 98. <laughs> no, so. I, think, I think one is pretty well, pretty well made up at that point. Absolutely. Uh, Colin Firth, thank you very much for talking with us today. It was a great pleasure. Thanks. Colin Firth stars in Magic in the Moonlight, which opens this weekend.